0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, point prohibited by law. See terms and conditions
1: 18 plus.
2: Blog Talk Radio. Yeah yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You already know what time it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. time it is. It's that official time. Time. Where we take this worldwide. Wide. Wide. Let's go. Yeah. So now it's time to turn it up Surf the radio waves as we begin to burn it up
3: You are now listening to the Pancakes and Power Slam show by Crave Wrestling on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to follow Crave Wrestling on Twitter at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page Crave Wrestling.
2: Episode 277,
3: ladies and gentlemen, this is the Pancakes and Power Sam Show. As always, I am Chris Featherstone, your host. Follow us at Crave Wrestling on Twitter and join the Facebook fan page, Crave Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, he's back on the show again. He was uh, on the show, I believe, for the uh, four-year, five-year anniversary, uh, episode 200. It was was one of those shows. I don't remember exactly what it was. Uh, But it it was a little bit. We uh it was uh, right after his WWE uh release, so whatever that was. Uh but I'm proud to have him on the show again uh tonight to talk some new Japan, some chaos, some G One special. Uh so I'm really excited to bring you back on the show former WWE Intercontinental Champion, Billy Gunn. How are you tonight, sir? Good, man, is. It was, yeah. It was. It was
1: one of those <laughs> It was one of those monumental. I
3: remember I was sick as a dog. Uh, that, that's one thing I do remember. I had to like. Get up But like Heavily medicated From that show to, uh, That night Because I was so sick um, But yeah That's I was probably as sick As this is This is the 277th episode Over five years And that was probably As sick as I've ever been uh, On the show So But you know It all worked out <laughs> But uh You're doing some, You know yeah, It sure does uh, At 53 years old You are still Running strong Uh Man How do you do it?
2: to be
1: questioned and everybody oh, I do how do I don't know because I have a passion for what I do yeah. and I can still do it and I take care of myself I, I adjust the training I adjust everything that I do mm-hmm. I adjust it so I can still do this at a high level because I still love to do it it's not that I you know, have to do it it's just I, I have a passion for it I love to and it, it's an awesome job Yeah. and as long as I can still do it and do it at a, at a level that I'm happy with it and everybody else is happy you with know, yeah. it, and I'm not slugging out, you know, that's like a half head. Yeah. I'm going to do it because, and to do it, I have to say, I have
2: to join the same type training. I can
3: get everything else, if I do. yeah, well, you still look like a million bucks uh and uh yeah, uh so I found out what it was. it was a two hundredth episode it was January of two thousand and sixteen, so it was a year and a half ago uh well you're on the show, yeah, so uh a couple weeks ago, uh you were a part of a uh, history-making event—the the first ever independently operated New Japan event in the States. Usually, when New Japan comes over, they usually work with. A uh, few years ago was NWA. The past few years, they've been working with ROH pretty heavily. Uh, but the first ever independently operated show was the G1 Special in USA. That was just. Crazy successful Of course Kenny Omega won the tournament The US tournament You had an opportunity to be a part of that history making event By going against Intercontinental Champion uh Ta-Nehisi. You were also in an 8 man uh, tag match as well Just let the listeners know How that experience was Being a part of a history making event It was
2: amazing I mean, just, You know To be around
1: that right now And to be in living under a rock, This band is the hottest big band right now. Oh, yeah. He wants to work for them. Uh-huh. It's the hottest band other than WMP. Um, So just to be invited, and then to be form to perform one of the things that did want to do, but it's, it's an amazing. Um, and to be a part of that, that special is what super called. was a super honor for me. Probably one of the highlights of my career is um, at this point in my career, I mean, mm-hmm. you have to do that and take it to the past. Yeah. And, and I, I feel special about that too. Because literally they invited anybody, anybody that has had a perfect back to it. Cool. Yeah. It was that awesome to do. And suddenly you had all of them, And then you get back to that tonight to work on a hard situation. It was awesome. Yeah. You know, it really was it, was. it was different to the show. I, I will admit that. Um, because they just had I mean, Omega and Okada uh, and they got everybody on the park and they did it. You know, it's just... Oh! Just moving!
2: they
1: all just crazy stuff. And, uh, and I and wouldn't say that it was just different. Meaning how it's just different. The house is different. It's an the old school kind of yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I agree. I mean, well, I'm a traditionalist. I've been watching wrestling for over 30 years, so whenever that hill face dynamic still exists, those are the masses that I still watch because it's you know it, it's it's I've written this many times. Um, so the comedy come to life. For every Joker, Batman Robin, you know, there's a green goblin and a uh you know, uh uh and, and, and you know <laughs> You know, for, for every Spider-Man, there's a Green Goblin. For every Batman, there's a Joker. You know what I mean? So, uh, it, it has that dynamic. It should have that dynamic. Of course, you have, you said like the Young Bucks, they kind of tore, you know, they kind of walked the line. And, and a lot of people, you know, nowadays kind of walk that line. Uh, and, and, and unfortunately, there were, there were many reports, and I've read about this as well. There were some reports that it wasn't very widely received from a positive standpoint of you being on the show personally and you know you've been on the show before and uh, everybody knows that I'm not the one to to, to politic and and, and patronize I I would let you know if I agree with it but I actually liked it I think it was a really good addition for someone like your name who is an established WWE name to be on that event to really Kind of marry that relationship between Japan and the States. Uh, what are your thoughts or just a, a reaction of that? Yeah,
2: I mean, that, and that's, you know, of course, now that you have to go to the United States,
1: everybody has a platform mm-hmm. for social. I don't, you know, if you're, I don't care about people having, I, mean, I don't care about tobacco. i, I expect people who have their opinions. That's awesome. Have their opinions. Their opinions doesn't have to match mine at all. Everybody's opinions everybody has cool. but people, 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 like, like, yeah. if out there, don't start, you know, if I get it, birds, so i the you know, a lot of people so, well, he? Or, what have you done know, to, deserve this title shot or be on this show or whatever? Well, I've said a lot of things, like,
2: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. First of all, um, <laughs> <yeah>. so, <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I have and I know it's through it's a very, very powerful amount of people that you tend to have many problems. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I have, like, you know, lucky to be a part of a fact that you're not. Great, one of the greatest facts of all time. Let's not, let's not define that at all. Yeah. So, you put me on the show, and then put me on a hot, and then title back, and you get a little bit weary of what's going on. But so you have to consider the whole thing. Okay, right? Yeah. So I get it. I, I get it. We're on the show, and and the match was the I'm we mm-hmm.
2: in Because I've never had a kid, I'm not going to
1: start now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm not going to sacrifice the things that I do that people like Because for every, every one person that was horrible, there was a hundred that That was awesome and it was a good thing. Yeah, it sure was. For me, when I look back and look at it, I get it, I, I understand it. Not that I don't do that, because some of the craziest things. Trusting you know, on after the young bucks in the Nevada and maybe and, and Matt Azen, they just did some outrageous things. And then back down, before honor at the four of on it at their finals, I think it's kind of, I think that's what food people offer, which is it just high pressure to go, they were going back to the stage, so real kind of thing, and then just into the crazyness. Yeah, so I think that's what you what, weren't understanding. Maybe if anything, that like the wrong place to put us, maybe on after that's so all of the traits. Yeah, so I'm not, not going to apologize or I'm not like that or, and, and take away from what that truly was. It's just a, a great show. And I was proud to be a part of it, and
2: no matter what, you could save a generation.
3: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I do. I really do. My last thing to ask you is Russo put you over. Uh, He called you a thoroughbred. He he said, you know, he he didn't understand why people were uh, complaining. Very similar to, to the way I feel about it as well. Just because for your namesake and just the experience, you were a former, you know, American, you know, intercontinental champion against a Japanese intercontinental champion. I thought, you know, I think that that was just a nice story as well. He also said something really interesting interesting he said that uh you know he puts you way over he said that you know uh he said that billy gun I'm paraphrasing he said that billy gun e- even now uh would be able to uh last longer in a UFC fight with Brock Lesnar than Samoa Joe what are, what are your thoughts on that
1: <laughs> yeah we all, you know, turn the business to the back of that, so that's why. So you said that, that, that comes along with being, being over in this business. Yep. Um, we, uh,
2: it, it, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would really want to. She's got something ahead of like, us. <laughs> I don't want you to come out. You know, I
1: just take you by Yeah. Five, like, I, I mean, I can't say I love what I do, and I'm still able to do it at a high level. Yeah. I'm still happy with my so, like, as long as I'm happy, and, like, there's a bunch of people that are happy with
3: what I'm doing. So. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
1: so I'm to say, but, uh, you know what I that mean? I, mean, I
2: the Jim Ross out there. and I him, the first time I
3: didn't even there so I down awesome fantastic appreciate your time let the listeners know where to find you and any other upcoming dates you have oh I'm just uh, I'll be in the next weekend I'll be in London the weekend after
2: that
1: I'll be I am co-trained at the now. I'm oh, nice. I'm um, I'm there once right now. I'm there going to be, just, uh, I, I love the go. Because I'm just a young you Just look on social media. Look on the uh, local wrestling platform. I'll probably come <okay.
3: laughs> Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on the show again, Billy. Uh thanks for just uh you know, letting the listeners know just for all for the the G One special and uh it was a successful event and uh you know, uh, we are very, very happy personally, I was very happy that you were a part of it. Fantastic. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Have a good night. Bye bye. Billy Gunn, ladies and gentlemen. The one Billy Gunn and all of that good stuff, ladies and gentlemen. I thank Billy Gunn for being on the show for the second time. Uh, We figured out when he was here last time was uh, uh, the 200th episode. And I I was was serious. I was so serious about that thing. I was sick as a dog. Um, I think I ended up having a flu, something like that. Uh, I ended up going to the hospital. I think uh, either that day, I think I was at the, I think I was at the hospital that day, um, and came back from the hospital, uh, just to, or went to the hospital maybe after the show, perhaps that's what happened. I went after the show, or came back right before the show. One of those, one of those times, uh, I think I ended up having the flu. It was it was terrible, um, and they, yeah, yeah, I think. It was I think it was right before the show because I had some medicine, and they highly medicated me, and I was uh, uh, very loopy <laughs> during that show that night. Um, but yeah, it was it was successful, and uh, I was thankful. Uh, I was I think I was one of his first interviews, if not his first interview after being released from the WWE. Uh, so that was definitely a privilege uh, and honor to do that, and it was great to have him back on the show tonight to talk some G1 uh, special in USA Um, and just you know it was great to hear from him Uh, just the the information that's been received as far as just the negative um, yeah just the negative perception by a lot of people and I mean you know at the end of the day what it boils down to is that it's just that's what we deal with when it comes to a lot of you know today's Fan base. When it comes to professional wrestling, uh, that that's the unfortunate thing we deal with. Uh, a lot of people have their own, uh, you know, take in their own way of expressing themselves, a, a different way of uh, a different, you know, wrestler to to be a fan of. But uh, like like I told him, and uh, you know, I, I'm I'm a tried and true traditional fan. And uh, you know it's the comic book come to life, and that's what wrestling's all about. No matter how p- people want to slice it, good versus evil is just professional wrestling. It's it's kayfabe, and when kayfabe is dead, wrestling's dead. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's bring on the. And it's funny because I was I had a flu then, and now uh, the past few days I've been very ill as well. So, uh, <laughs> I think so. having Billy Gunn on the show. I don't know, man. (laughs) I was sick both times, but I'm feeling much better than I did uh, the past couple of days. Uh, I've been very ill. Uh, But just like, as you've seen with 277 episodes, it's funny because out of 277 episodes, I was was actually planning on um, uh, taking a day off uh, and having... um, some more, you know, other people uh, host and co-host the show. The next, I don't know, the next few weeks. I don't know when, but um, it's funny. I think the only two times, I think maybe two times that I took off for the show uh, is when my second child was born uh, in 2015, January 2015. My first child was born. It wasn't a day of the show, I don't think, but I think the second, my second son was born, uh, on a Monday or a Tuesday. Um, let me see when, when, when was, uh, this, let me find out when he was born. I think it was on a Tuesday. Um, and I took that day off. Uh, but. Of course the show didn't the show did not end. Um I was still I still had uh, some wonderful hosts, co-hosts. Uh yes, my son was born on a Monday, and that Tuesday uh my wife was still in the hospital um and I stayed um in the hospital for the show. I mean I, was during the time of the show. Um but I did call in, I believe. I called in for a little bit, and I think the other time is when I had back surgery. Um, but the show, again, the show did not stop. The show uh, did not be, was not postponed. I had co-hosts uh, kind of manning the show that night, <clears throat> both nights, and they did a fantastic job. Uh, I think Derek and Ryan um, uh, took over for both the shows, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, they did a fantastic job. Ryan was on the show last week, and, uh, um it was great. Uh, thank you uh, again. Uh, Ryan does a lot of uh, backstage stuff now since, uh, uh, you know, he's a, he's a husband and a father now, and he, and he has a different schedule, but he does, um, you know, of course, people know that he was on the show. He was a co-host for the show. He was the first, the pioneer co-host for a number of months, Then Derek took over for about four years. Uh, then for about a year, we had uh, different co-hosts from different uh, websites, um, uh, Many, plenty of websites Plenty of uh, big name websites We had uh, every every year I mean every week uh, And then uh, we camped on uh, The co-host that we have now The wonderful co-host that I'm going to bring on the, uh, Right now From Under the Mat Radio Evan, Tech, proud, how are you tonight sir?
4: Doing so good brother Doing so good Show awesome, keep going on
3: yeah man the Denver. show goes on, yeah, and there's the times and i had to had a flu i think with billy Gunn. uh I had the flu about a month ago, about a month a month and a half ago, I had the flu as well, and um continued the show uh uh-huh. i had had gallbladder surgery um a few years back, and uh continued the show <laughs> so <laughs> uh yeah listeners uh you know yeah. I, I'm a loyal guy.
4: <laughs> yeah, like like you said, you uh, you know, pancakes and Fire slams been going on for five years. Under the Met radio has been going on for four, and I've, I've only uh, one time ever, uh, out of, out of four years, one time purposely canceled my show. And I was only on the Tuesday where I was just incredibly exhausted, and I could see why it is. I believe even you, Southern Stone, told me, <laughs> you made me say, Brother, get wrapped. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, rest. I, 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 I think I, I yeah, well, yeah, I took half the day off. I, I took off my show the only time and without any deaths or emergencies, Um, I took off. But it was only half the day because I took off my show and still came up for yours that night. So,
3: mm-hmm.
4: absolutely. So, yeah, you, you know, we, we're dedicated guys.
3: Yeah, man. That's yes. the uh that's that's uh, one of the things, man. That's that's the thing about journalism is that um you know, you love you love it so much, uh, that you're dedicated in doing it and it's you know, it's it's I gotta give kudos to, you know, the people who are in news stations and um go to the most riskiest uh places, you know, the yes. ISIS and, and Iraq and Iran and uh, you know, doing war coverage and things like that. I mean, they're in the heat of the of the battle, uh, still covering. Yeah. You know, and and that just goes know. to show how you know when you're dedicated to this thing, man. Um, as a journalist, uh, you 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 do what you got to do because the the thrill of it is is what uh, gets you a high, and you get paid for the thrill, you know, and that's what makes it even even better.
4: Yeah. Uh, I don't promote many shows, but uh, if anybody has Amazon Prime, uh, there's a series called Wit- Witness. and, and uh, It's a documentary of four photo like you mentioned, of uh, them going, like you said, in the trenches and and you know, the rough areas and the rough countries where, like you said, they, they go to the rough areas, no one else will go to capture that moment. Yep. Yep. Uh, Absolutely. Billy Gunn, Billy Gunn's a great guy. My um, uh, uh, Matt Billy. uh, and a half ago, right after Daredevil released him. Uh, funny backstage story, the story was him. Uh, definitely, uh, who suck, too, to my heart. Uh, it was, it was he, The show he was at, I want to end up, sadly, uh, James Ellsworth's promotion. Um, before James Ellsworth was running it, Billy Gunn was there. The first show he did after getting released by e, um A close uh, friend of me and James Ellsworth, who was a fellow wrestler regionally, it was his last show. He wrestled, um, sadly, a week and a half later. He died in a motorcycle accident. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, seeing Billy Gunn, uh, you know, memorable for many different reasons. Good guy, uh, big guy, good guy. Uh, definitely enjoyed it. So we can't yeah. Billy Gunn this show. As the man's joke to say, I want Billy Gunn this king in the ring. Uh, we can't <laughs> Billy Gunn this show man. <laughs> you end up getting sick.
3: <laughs> yeah, man. If he comes on the third time, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't do an extra uh, wing of uh, prayer and, and <laughs> because cause, uh, last God. time he came on the show, I was sick. This time he came on the show, I'm sick. Uh, but you gotta uh, get you a, revival. Yeah, you to right. a revival. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's absolutely right. Yeah, but it was all—it's all good, man. He did a fantastic job then. He did a fantastic job now, and it's definitely a pleasure to have him on the show. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to the headlines. So we've been talking about Alberto El Patron, and um, you know it's—it's crazy. Just you know, GFW for you, OWL for life. And man, I, I tell you, it's it's. I was listening listened uh-huh. to the conference call and I actually transcribed a bunch of the conference call, uh, for, uh, for WrestleZone. And uh, so I was listening to the conference call and uh, that, that we were a part of, uh, with Jeff Jarrett, and uh, <laughs> man, he was he was talking about how he didn't. You know, he suspended, GFW suspended El Patron because of the ongoing uh, investigation about uh, Battery. However, he, you know, there was a question asked by another reporter um, whether he's going to be edited out of upcoming footage for the tapings. And he was like, no, you know, just we're not going to edit them out because, you know, we've he's in so much stuff. That we're not going to edit him out, it wouldn't look good for the company and so forth. And I'm just thinking in my head, like, why would you guys suspend him? Because here's the funny part. So they're going to, you know, they're bringing back house shows, and they're supposed to be, um, uh, they're they're having a house show on August the sixth, I believe, the first week of August. And El Pichon is still scheduled to be a part of the the, the, the event, the, the live event. And I'm thinking in my head, okay, so he's suspended, but he's still going to be a part of the weekly tapings the next few weeks, because the tapings are already done. He's not going to be edited out. So we're going to see him every week. And then he's scheduled to come back uh, the first week of August and by that time, we're still going to be seeing him every week because of the GFW shows. So he's really not suspended. I mean, it was just really uh, a, a PR stunt, yeah. kind of, really, yeah, because yeah. because he's not suspended. I mean, he's suspended, but he's still competing for the show every week because of the tapings, and he's back on. Uh, he's he's back on the events in, in August. So he's really not suspended. It's it's crazy because. It just goes to show how much, you know, Impact Wrestling is really hanging on, wow. uh, you know, every move of uh, Alberto El Patron and how much he is a asset for the company. But, you know, he's been a hothead for quite some time, so I don't know if I'd put that much stock in him.
4: Yes, it's the power of the owl. O-W-L. Impact for life. Person. It's a... Uh... And I mean, we can joke for days of, of that name, and and our, and our good old brother J- Jeff Jarrett, who uh, you know, respectfully been on been on both of our shows of weeks apart. Um, if it was any, if it was any other sport, that Real would have got legitimately suspended. You know, probably NFL, mm-hmm. Major League Baseball, NBA, mm-hmm. NHL. Uh, uh, on who he got is.
3: Suspended. Even if it was the WWE, he would have got suspended.
4: Yeah, but I mean, I, I mean in, the, in the sense of if it was like WWE's number one guy, like their number one guy, and had their kind of allegations, would WWE actually suspend him? Oh, yeah. Would and it did it, it for a month? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, they did, Reigns. But, I mean, you know, they still, Cena was still around and, you know, they still had Rob, yeah, they did do that. You know, WWE, well, then again, WWE would have no choice for so their publicly traded company. So, you got, you're trade a publicly traded company, you know, this being a business like me, you got these vendors, WWE has no choice regardless. Whether it be Reigns, Austin, Hogan, Captain Full Kid, Cena, this was them, they would have to suspend them for 30 days minimum because you're going to lose money. In, Anthem, Anthem alpha Life is probably is a privately owned company, so they can get away with a little bit more but like you said the suspension makes no sense why are you suspending them? if you're still gonna be on t v every week. What's the point right because yeah. you you got you gotta you gotta got make an example I understand that uh, I mean let's be realistic i mean they're real and and not, I mean you talked off there, we you know i I know his agent I know how much he was charging. To still to this day, how much he does for Indies, uh, it's never been a time any promoter is going to make that much back and make it in a black and make a profit from it. Uh, what's really going to hurt OWL to to suspend him for thirty days? Is it really going to hurt? I mean, you still have Lashley. I mean, you, you can pump up some of the newer guys. I mean, come on, it, 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 Del Del is a name, but. It, you know, it, it's it sad? Is what, what 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 image and what example are you go, are you making for global force now?
2: Yeah.
4: Anybody else? And so if, yes. if I'm a mid carder, if I'm a mid carder, wait, you suspend the hell. I go and do the same thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, especially,
3: especially a company that's had a dark cloud on them for so many years.
4: Exactly, and that's the last. That's the last thing you need is. We all know we got a little bit of hot head, and and this it, 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 it just makes no sense. It is exciting. Del Rio was always okay. I never really I could go either or. But if he's there, he's there. If he's not, he's not. He mm-hmm. doesn't have good chemistry with a lot of the guys. Um, he's not really reading general. I watched anniversary of that match for lastly. We all know we definitely need a salvation. So uh, it wasn't <laughs> Lashley's <week's> fault. <laughs> it wasn't Lashley's
3: fault. That's <laughs> putting it lightly. Yeah, so, I agree, uh, man. Um, you know, he's he's known to be solid in the ring a lot of the time, but uh, um, I, I think the best thing they had going with Dario with El Patron is when he was actually the the Mexican aristocrat. Uh, Alberto Del Rio I think that when he had the you know when he brought the cars in when he had the the the, the uh scarves uh it was really it was a really really good idea and um you know it just when they when they start when they got away from that uh it, it just kind of it just kind of uh dwindled dwindled out um I'm going to pull some strings. I'm going to try to get him on my show here we'll do the next uh, few weeks and uh, see what we can do, uh, talk to my connects and see what we can do. I would love to talk to him about just, um, just you know, just his perception, just this perception people have for him, uh, you know, the reason why he's so vocal and, and uh, the reason why he doesn't really, you know, pay attention to the people he worked for when he kind of, you know, makes his, makes his comments. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, We'll see. We'll see about getting a page on here too, or or at least one of pages, family members or something, something to that nature. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, let's get to the Ryback, the Ryback.
2: Uh,
3: Yeah. It seems like we talk about Ryback all the time. Um, (laughs) <laughs> at least for the past couple of weeks. Uh, and it's funny because he, he, you know, like I said last week, he deleted me from his Twitter. Uh, and I find it very funny. And, and because, you know, it's it's it's, it's awesome, you know, that um, somehow, you know, I, I, you know, had the opportunity to be deleted from Ryback's Twitter. I still don't know why. So Ryback or anybody who's on the Ryback's team, uh, feel free to email me. Um, let me know uh, or tweet me uh, <laughs> when you unblock me. You can certainly tweet me. Let me know uh, why he decided to block to, to block me. Uh, I'm certainly losing no sleep uh, because I'm blocked by Ryback. Is actually a badge of honor, um, but uh, you know I, I will continue to talk about to Ryback if what Ryback says is newsworthy. And this week he definitely says something newsworthy, and what that is is that he revealed in his uh, one of his uh, latest podcasts that he was uh penciled in to compete against the ultimate warrior at right. WrestleMania thirty. And um right. <laughs> I don't know right what to say about this. Uh so Ma- so, oh, Mark Corano, you know, he's the senior director of uh, talent relations. He's right under you know Triple H, and um, so I- so I guess from what he said, I mean, I listened to what he said. He said that Corano showed him the book, and he was penciled in to compete against the Alternate Warrior at WrestleMania Thirty, and Dana Warrior, you know, I. I actually uh was one of the first people who uh broke this story and uh a lot of people started writing about it right after and uh <laughs> and so basically Dana Warrior caught wind of it and uh because of the reports that were going on were going on. So she so she commented about it. She was, she wasn't having it <laughs> she was talking about uh <laughs> people you know living off the backs of <laughs> of others uh, i'm oh, actually yeah. the the, the comment she said completely uh, verbatim she said uh it's not she said not true it always saddened me when people tell untruths on a man's grave to promote their lives do your own work um then you had a, you know, a mark uh, talk about uh, dirt sheets. Talk about uh, uh, before you uh, listen to a podcast before you believe the clickbait dirt sheet reports. But it's yeah. funny that that comment said that because Ryback actually retweeted that comment and said, Hope all is well. Gave the time frame of when he said what he said. <clears throat> and actually went completely against the click, believe, before you believe the clickbait dirt sheet reports because it was exactly <laughs> the proof that he said that he was competing against the Ultra Warrior. So it made no sense. It made actually the mark look just terrible. And then uh, Dana goes back and says I'm well, Ryan. Cultivating a legacy, not living in fantasy. So what are your thoughts? <laughs> what are your thoughts? Uh... Ryback and Ultimate Warrior and then Dana Warrior saying, "Oh no, that that's not true." And then his and then, and then Dana's agent, Dana's agent said that he actually, um, was the agent between you know with Warrior and the WWE and went through everything. I mean, he did the whole thing from top to bottom with the negotiations and the communication. With uh, WWE and The Ultimate Warrior And he said that uh, It was never ever Mentioned that Ultimate Warrior was ever Going to go against Ryback So uh, it, it seems like Carano yeah. might have been ripping Ryback
4: I was going to say it probably was a rib It's just a Riding back Um I don't really believe much that comes out of his mouth. I'm not really a really big fan of Robert, especially with his air, air quote podcast. Um and, and yes, I, I do know the guy who was uh who's Rob back's friend that helps run this show, Joe. I him before we didn't know who uh, we didn't know each other mutually in, in the business, but i it, it's I don't believe it. I, I believe Dana Warrior I I mean one, Warrior wasn't in any shape. I I tell watching the Hall of Fame speech um a few years ago, Roy wasn't in any shape to do anything in a ring physically. Um and and and, and WWE is smart, it's a machine. If they was gonna get Warrior to do anything in a ring, he would have been prepping. But we've seen Triple H prep what I mean, was it nine months, way before? I mean, we knew down in line which was going to face Sting. Triple H was already prepping nine months ahead of time. Sting was already working out nine months to a year ahead of time. Yeah. We don't figure. Anybody that's part-time, they're going to build you up. So when you do wrestle, you're going to be into top shape. Right. Right I yeah. don't believe Rob right I don't. I mean, what would WWE want? I mean, what money? Would you make for Warrior <laughs> against Ryback? I mean, you no, think of nothing, it. I mean, more money was made. More money was made when it was Triple H against Warrior, Mania Twelve, and right. the Huckster against the was name. We had billion in that. Tag, which, might I add, those matches was actually edited out with the VHS rip, the VHS <laughs> tape, and the DVD tape, and he still had more more talk about it than. Yeah, uh, I I I agree with Dana Warrior. I mean, why why trying to make yourself so relevant? Something about it. Um, Warrior didn't need Rob back. W- what would they benefit Warrior to even face Rob back? It did not make sense, and they definitely yeah. don't. So,
3: it w- um, yeah, it would have it would have made zero sense at all. So, I uh, yeah, I mean, I understand it may have given Warrior his you know one last To Rob but at the same time, like you said, I mean they're not just going to throw him out there, not knowing what type of shape he's in. Ryback did mention that as far as just he didn't want to put him over because he didn't know what shape he was. But, you know, he really didn't have a choice if he wanted to put him over or not <laughs> because, you know, he really didn't have that much clout uh, in the WWE. Um, but, you know, I, I you know, Ryback, if, if Ryback was the person chose to put over Warrior at WrestleMania 30, that that is in a much better position that he Actually, was in mania thirty because he ended up being a part of a four way tag team match, you know, for the titles. It was an elimination match. He was teaming with uh, Curtis Axel at the time, and he actually got oh, eliminated by yeah. Cesaro. So, Not bad when Cesaro was uh, teaming up with Jack Swagger. So, you know, it's one of those things that uh, <laughs> he he lost. He got pinned on the pre show. And you know he was talking about like he you know he was in a good spot as a heel at the time, no, he wasn't because he was he got he was teaming with with Curtis Axel, it was a dead end tag team, and he ended up getting pinned on a pre show so he would have got and, pinned both then, he would he would got pinned either way, so it'd have been better for him to get a pinned as a marquee match on the main show than to get pinned on the pre show
4: stayed end of the day. If, if you say you're at a good spot in a company and you're on a pre-show, especially when it's WrestleMania, I'll yeah. let you know what special you in. <laughs> and like I said, and, 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 and Granny, you know, I, I say that with a grain of salt because that, that, that's not always true. But, you know, with, with respect goes to Byron Corbin and Ambrose, who we know they really deserve the pre-show that should have been on the main. With respect to the Usos and the Dudleys who could have easily been on the main. 9 times out of 10, if you're really that, if you're really on that level to where, mm-hmm. you get my CTV, you're not going to be on a pre-show. Yeah, no way. You're going to be on an A show.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> if you, if There's, you know, there are certain matches every year that it's like, okay, maybe it's debatable because they're on the fence of like, uh, it's not a lot of things going on <clears throat> with this match right now. It can afford being on the pre-show and there's certain matches that they're like uh no I mean maybe you'll open the show but you're definitely not going to be in the pre show uh but it's it's interestingly enough that WrestleMania 30 Ryback was on the pre show and then uh I remember uh 32 in Dallas he was in the pre show lost to uh Kalisto and so right. and this was and this was when, you know, he actually had a better heel run and uh he it was during the you know, the Dallas time where not a lot of people was there. They were having issues. You know, you exactly. were here in Dallas yeah. that year. Yeah, and uh yeah, and, and they were having some yeah, issues the with the match. entrance. So it was like an empty yep. arena match. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was just bad news for him on that pre-show as well So, he's been like the pre-show prince That's what we should call pre-show him Pre-show back prince. <laughs> Right, pre-show back Pre-show back, back. Uh, And uh, so, he, you know He hasn't really had the best run in the WWE Yeah <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, now he'll feed me Nicky. more and... a
4: show together. Yeah. He'll feed me <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing is now irrelevant uh, is uh, talking smack. It's uh, it's not canceled, but it's no longer airing weekly.
4: Now, the they're going to they're,
3: they're going to keep it for you know uh, post shows. Like it'll be it's scheduled to run after battleground this Sunday. We'll we'll talk about the uh, predictions here. Um. <clears throat> But I, I thought it was good. Uh, you know, Melcher did make a good point that uh, it was, you know, a lot of the the, the recent ones, it was like 18th uh, as far as network of views, and that was under like <laughs> our, uh, syndications or, or reruns of the WWE version of ECW, and so rank number 18th, you know, it gave, Vince McMahon even more of a reason to to cut it because there was some 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 rumblings that uh, Vince McMahon was the one who decided to to cut it uh, for the sake of making two oh five live something a little better. So yeah, yeah and we'll see. Uh, you yeah, know, yeah, and 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 at the end of the day, you know. 205 live, and I've said this many a times. It needed to, uh, it, it needs to go before or after NXT and be called 205 Prime. Um, <clears throat> but
2: no matter what idea. you
3: do to try to uplift or try to put more focus on 205 live, it's certainly not going to make it better. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, it's like telling something. To, it's like forcing someone to watch something with hopes that they'll like it, and they didn't like it before you forced them to watch it. So it's not going to make a difference. So, you know, I thought 205, I thought I thought uh, Talking Smack was really good. It helped, you know, it it really catapulted kind of the revival of The Miz and um, yeah. how people like Baron Corbin as well, uh, Kevin Owens to an extent, uh, of course, you know, Dave O'Brien, Shane McMahon, it was good to see like some candid interviews with them. So, I mean, it really helped a lot of people. Uh, and, you know, I thought, I think it was really one of the best you know, elements of the network.
4: Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed really talking smack um, broad talk as well, which I, I didn't really watch much, but you know, those those little type of shows, those full scheme shows uh, definitely did help. It did help, uh, help the evolution of some characters. So uh, I know WWE is cutting costs and that they're also not doing much, in, much of power anymore doing the weekly shows SmackDown on the and they're saving yeah. it just for uh, pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, granted, you know, a, yeah. lot, a, lot, a lot goes into a lot goes into the post-shows. Because uh, I was saying this on my show earlier tonight in the general uh, explaining to somebody uh, two days ago about this is it's more than just, oh, the pre-show canceled, that's it. You think about the yeah. schematics of a pre-show, so that means the Superstar has to stay an extra hour. You know, everything goes in there. You know, you you talk to Michael Law Talk, the Superstar has to stay for an extra hour on TV that you see. Then it yeah. means also there's extra equipment that you got to bring. Then there's actual space that you got to rent for, for that area. And that's actually yeah. time for the segments that you got to do. It's extra time for the, pre, the pre-show the pre of the post-game show. And then there's the post-game show of the post-game show that we don't see. And then the crew still got to break everything down. So, there's a lot that goes on with just an hour or so of, 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 of a post-game show. So, like you said, I like the call and just keep it you know, a minimum after the paper review that way it can feel more special. Mm-hmm. And, um, maybe you said, or O five live like I did T O five prom. And maybe they can use other elements to you know, go back to WWE got away with real, remember remember early in the year, um late last year got back to doing interviews, like the old mm. days and then he kinda got rid of it real quick. They could go yep. back to doing that to help them Kings characters.
3: Man, I remember when like uh <laughs> Earthquake would be like uh, bouncing and rocking back and forth and Jimmy Hart would have yeah. uh, would be interviewing w- with the earthquake and uh, just kind of like those inset you know interviews during the match. Yeah, uh, I thought that, that was actually hilarious back in the day. But it was so I love those interviews. I love the interviews. <clears throat> Two of the biggest things I remember back um, regarding interviews back in the day the the inset interviews, you know, the the, the small windows during the match in the cool. corner. <clears throat> And then the the podium interviews when uh, you know Mean Gene would interview someone on the podium uh, away right. from the ring. Oh, <laughs> Man, those were classic. I love those yeah. those, uh, those podium uh, interviews. Yeah, and those then,
4: were awesome. And then not 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 to um, not to forget the ramp entrance interviews. WCW.
2: Yeah. It's always yeah.
4: used to do the the, the interviews yeah. in the ring or on the ramp. Yeah, yeah Oakland uh, you know, would do used to those used to, too. Used to, used to be the poster, uh, and shout out to my buddy. Uh, a lot of people tend to forget him. Uh, what's his What's man name? name? Uh, Ken Rushnick. Remember him?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, Ken Rushnick was uh you know also who uh, did did the interviews too uh, right before um Oakland TV around that time. So you know the backstage interviews, the powerpoint presentation background, I mean, they had a graphic. And now only Bray Wyatt has a graphic down for his name or yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, This is good, good stuff man This is a good old interviews So maybe they can yep. bring that back to Hope
3: Yeah absolutely And let's, uh, let's talk about uh, Hardy's broken dispute Broken brilliance oh, like, First of all start off, yeah, let's, let's start off with What Matt Hardy wants to do With this whole lawsuit
2: Delete 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 delete
3: delete 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 <laughs> Delete absolutely. So let's get your thoughts give me a good a, a solid minute on uh on, on what your thoughts are as far as uh just this whole broken dispute.
4: It, it, uh, so I, I just heard, I've listened to a show, cause, and I know we have strict rules both on our shows. We don't promote much of any other shows. Uh, I'm not going to mention the show's name, but uh, I heard someone mention this, uh, listening to this other, other famous show that's nationally known. Mentioned about it's to the point that you see so much of the innuendos of the elite and the obsolete and the away. It's like if it does happen, it kind of kills the luster of it you He it so much and, and with the whole lawsuit is back and forth is Jared is saying one thing and then the Hardy's saying this and then they're pretty kinda of foreshadowing for them to become broken and you know, Hardy's going back to the old face paint. Jeff that is. So I I hope like you said, this lawsuit is deleted. I hope it goes away. If the Hardy's become broken, I think that'll be great. Um, but then it's you know, sometimes less is more and the fact that you see so much of it now, I maybe mean, because it's W W E especially when it was TNA because you didn't see it as much and uh the now 'cause it's every week, it's obsolete and delete, brother narrow and Fade Away and then the in the old paint and the signs and the taunts and I don't wanna see that all the time because when the FDD debut is broken, it's not gonna be a special. Maybe to the four kids that don't watch our or team or Impact Anthem, or whatever you want to call it, maybe for them it'll be special. But for us, they always know about it. and how take were to us so I hope they're hard be the to be getting used to.
2: Absolutely.
4: Robbie Scott should just keep her mouth shut and just go back to playing know. Yeah,
3: Robbie's uh, very quick to to. Say some things but the funny Thing is is that uh, They had an agreement Where uh, There was a settlement reached with The Hardys Regarding the the broken Gimmick and Rebbe was supposed to You know basically if she said something Bad about TNA she would get fined $5,000 that's what The Agreement was but Ed Nordstrom and Anthem, they stalled on their end, according to Matt and Rebby Hardy. So, I mean, come on. I mean, it, it, I, I mean, I understand. I, I wrote a very long transcript on what Jeff Hardy, uh, Jeff Jarrett said about um, just the intellectual property, and you know, mm-hmm. there's a there's a portion of it that made sense, but it's like. You know, it it, you know, and here's the thing: if you if you put it in perspective, if the Undertaker, Vince wouldn't allow the Undertaker to go to OWL as the Undertaker. So I get that. I so, understand IP point on that. However, uh, I understand the Hardy's part too, because. Matt Hardy was the one Who funded TNA For weeks you know So they won't go under He um, Had it at his house Uh, A lot of the Footage was At his house or Jeff's house And according to what Matt and Rebbe are saying They didn't pay Senior Benjamin A dime so They've got a lot of quite, uh, weight too, as far as their end of the bargains as well. So, you know, it. I I right. want to see the broken because the, just the right just the regular Matt and Jeff Hardy, it's been three and a half months now. I think, I think the nostalgia, Hardys, run has kind of faded away. Yeah. And class of class it? <laughs> classified itself as obsolete. Yeah, just, um,
4: this isn't, and this
3: I isn't think the anymore. broken. Yeah, I think that the broken movement is good. You know, and the fact that they're continuing to lose every week, I really think that's a good sign. I mean, because it seems like they're booking them to to change into the broken. You know, Matt and broken and, and yeah. De Nero. And, and, and they're like
4: forty. They're forty. They're forty pounds more. Forty pounds. Forty pounds ago. You know, recruiting. What's the nickname? We get the small town boys. Um. Yeah. Hey, Jeff
2: Jeff
4: Jeff Jeff has not cleared the small tall ball since 2005. He never cleared it. He just falls flat on the abdomen. Matt works about a half. But that's 40 pounds heavier. Hard spots. It's not the attitude anymore. They need the broken hearties. They even take off yeah, their shirts slow They, they can't. Take they do.
3: I was looking fast. at that match on wrong We'll get to the wrong time. <laughs> <Smackdown. laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get, yeah, man. Uh, it was, they were trying to do the, like, the uh, the synchronized uh, Just, slam man. them and then, like, the splash leg drop thing. I mean, it took them, like, forever to, like, go to the bounce off the ropes and, oh, man, I was like, this is it right here. Oh, like, they're really showing their it's, age. is uh, and like I guess I, I
4: love the hardies uh, uh, Man and Jeff. I remember them when uh, and, and I think it's probably one of the few the few moments Tech was uh was, was, a, was a prophet in wrestling. I remember not and done dating myself or maybe talking about the same age. I remember uh, watching Shotgun that Saturday night, ninety six. And I remember it was over twelve midnight and I remember watching it with my mom and seeing the Hardy Boys. Nothing even before them started with Stars one of them mm-hmm. shows was 95. My mama was saying the Hardys at the Z, and he had them little uh, Aztec pant things. Those were the old school. Like and I looked at them and said, They're going to be something. There's something about them. And a year or ago, you know, we had the Hardy boys. And gosh, 40, 50 pounds ago. I mean, Jeff Hardy's sober now. We don't have a repeat of him. But then his thing went through. i Hardy at Hardy's 50 pounds heavier. I mean, the leg drops are slow. He can't run. And I love the Hardy Boys, you like it's it's kind of, it's kind of and you know what I'm saying, and I can say it, and I, 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 I compare them and, and to this team that one of my favorite teams, the greatest teams of all time, the Rock and Roll Express. I mean, they move faster than the Hardys.
3: Yeah, sure do.
4: And yeah,
3: yeah. but <laughs> the thing is about the, the Rock and Roll Express is that they didn't take, like, they they didn't take ladder bumps. That's what happens when you take all those ladder bumps for fifteen yeah. and twenty years. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So G-g-g-g-g-g. now you can
3: you, you can feel it. <laughs> you you can feel it as far as just taking all those bumps. Yeah.
4: I mean, right, right, are right. also looking like at Edge and Christian. Edge and Christian still moves right.
3: Yeah, but you know, Edge had neck issues. Lots <clears> now, <throat> he had to retire because of his neck. And Christian, yeah, yeah, I was I mean, gonna say, Christian, Christian had to retire because of concussions. Yeah, yeah so it looked great. I mean, Christian, you know, looked like a million bucks when he uh, came back and was in great shape. But uh, all those concussions, and, I mean, it uh, all those years of TLC matches that came back to haunt him. Unfortunately,
4: he, he can't tell me that man weighs more than two hundred pounds. They keep saying he's two twenty five. I'm sticking to him weighing oh, about one ninety eight. When he, he when Christian
3: came back toward the the, the last part. I mean that he was so skinny. He had even one ninety His his Stop gut running. was like caving in. Like that's like he was like oh, what is had, like is he eating like carrots had, and water for this, breakfast, lunch and dinner?
4: You can see the definition of his navel. Yeah. His belly button. That's when he yeah. knows you, know you get. <laughs> it's you know. It was caving in,
3: like his his belly was literally like it, it was it was like inward. <laughs> yeah. And like that it wasn't was even like Angle because Angle, I, I I he has like a, <clears throat> I, I, I call it Angle. I always said that Angle had like a muscle gut, and like he had yeah. abs like crazy, it's but he had like a, yeah, he had a bit of a muscle gut, but. <laughs> but <laughs> uh Christian there was a time where he was, you know he, he he was heavier you know which was good but man I tell you I mean he came back and he was skinny as just a toothpick man but I I've always liked Christian better than Edge though so Edge just you know he he ended up being hall of fame worthy with his resume I still think he went in a little bit too early um but as of now like if if Edge went in the Hall of Fame this year, I'd be totally fine with it because he, you know, he he proved to be a Hall of Fame worthy and competitor. You know, Christian's still not in the Hall of Fame because he's still kind of like officially retired, and, but he's like unofficially retired right now. So uh, hopefully, uh, there were some talks of him and Regal going in this year, but uh, that didn't happen. So I think that. Oh, no, sorry. I don't. You don't think he should be Sorry. Out? I
4: don't. Regal, yes. Christian, no. No, not for insane. Christian. Nah. See, WWE Hall of Fame is starting to become like the New Age Four Kids. Everybody gets mm-hmm. a trophy. There's no, there's no first place. You're second, or third place, you get a trophy. You're like sixth place out of ten. You get a little, you get a little barrette, You get a little ribbon. You get a little. No, stop it. I grew up, Your first place well, or you, you just lose. you were in the first place, you were second, you lost. You sucked at your tears, you cried, snitched, and snotted, and you had to go home, suck it up, and then work hard to be number one. Because cause, cause no one remembers silver medalists, no one remembers bronze medalists, even in school. You never hear but I like and, looking oh. at
3: the I, I like looking at the Hall of Fame now because like I I was there live you know front row seats yeah. and so it was really good to experience just like all of the speeches like I, I, I enjoy the speeches every year like DDP was really good you know hey, Bischoff DDP, yeah. introducing DDP it was, was good. really good um, even roots you yes. know kids was really cool you
4: know so that was it was, it was awesome us. to see. Yeah, Yeah, especially for yeah. us Because a, a lot of our friends Was, was inducted to the Hall of Fame Teddy, dt Deshaw I, I, I say all that to say You never know, hear schools and people say Oh, let's get a silver medalist And a bronze medalist No, it's all about the gold Nothing against silver gold bronze medalists Nothing against that What I'm saying is that and It seems like the Hall of Fame now They're running out of people And then you have people that like and nothing to give for so sure. I like Christian's work. I think he was good. I just honestly don't think if it was, le- not to say it's not legit, but if it was more, if it was more of a shoot, like a, legit, like a legit Hall of Fame, I honestly don't think Christian's work. Him as a tag team, yes, as a Christian, definitely. But Christian by itself singles, I really don't think. His sin was worth, it's all say worthy. Now, if he gets in, of course, I'm not going to go against it. But mm. his sin was worth, I mean, and, and some of that isn't his fault. I mean, I've been told by be and Rewriter, Vince did not push Christian because he thought Christian had a ready face. Vince hated mm. how Christian's faith was. Yeah. So some of that isn't Christian's fault because, of course, the machine, of course, is all about who's behind you. I mean, his run with Orton his last run was great. Those three matches were awesome. I'm not capable of some punishment. So, but I don't know. I, I think Christian is good. I just honestly don't think that he's Hall of Fame worthy as a singles wrestler. he's not the I only a one in the Hall of, of Fame, that, to
3: this I think that Christian should have – I think he should be in the Hall of Fame, one, because of his, you know, tag team credentials and that he – you know, he was in. Uh, Edge is in the Hall of Fame, but this is how I look at the Hall of Fame. I th- I, I kind of look at the Hall of Fame as like the Olympics. Um, you yeah. have like your bronze medal people. You have yeah. like your yeah. silver medal people. You have like your gold medal people. Everybody gets acknowledged, but m- you know, yeah. one like person it. just yeah. gets acknowledged more. You know. And yeah. that's how I look at the Hall of Fame within the WWE. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody's on the they. podium. You know what I mean? Like all, every all three of people are on the same podium. It's just that uh, silver is Brand. higher than bronze, and gold is higher than silver. But it's the same podium. So yeah, that's it. how I look at the yeah. that's how I look at the Hall of Fame. Like when I when I look at like the 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 preliminary people, I think of like the the bronze and the silver medalists. And the closer every year is, like, Over the gold melons of the Hall of Fame. You know, like, yeah, Angle totally and uh, Nash and Sting, Austin, you know, all of them are, like, the Hall of Fame gold melons. Andre, you know, and so My Hogan, gold. Flair, Michaels, all of them are the the gold melons Hall of Famers. Now, so now you have people like um, – uh, you know, like like the, the Rock and Roll Express, you know, the um Rick Rude, <laughs> you know, it's like a silver medalist to me. Freebird. Uh, yeah, yeah, like as far as single people, you know, like uh I wouldn't I wouldn't consider Edge a gold medalist. I, I I'd make him silver. more of a silver medalist, you know. <clears throat> like Christian <throat> to me is a silver medalist. You know, he's like a silver or maybe even bronze, you know, um Put him on we like first, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. But he still is acknowledged. He's still in the Hall of Fame. He's not a gold medalist. He's not the one to close the show, but he's still on the podium. So that's that's how I look I,
4: at, I, at Christian. I I, I will I, I, now. Some of who didn't headline. I would I will give because of the cultural impact. I'm give on Simmons um, a gold medal.
3: Oh yeah, because Absolutely. of
4: the cultural impact. Simmons, yeah. Bruno, Pedro. Um, uh, uh, Anoki, of course, uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah,
2: Carlos,
4: Carlos Cologne um, but uh, when is Savi was very Vegas going to get in the Hall of Fame? Quang.
3: did you just say <laughs> Savi over here? <laughs> <WB
4: Braun>. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Hey, but but somebody who but somebody who somebody who should be in the Hall of Fame that isn't yet Rick Martel. You said Rick Martell?
3: Yeah, Rick Martel. Oh yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, I
4: think AWA he a
3: be in the Hall of Fame. So. Yep. The, the, AWA the champ. Former Intercontinental champ. Former not, WCW uh, television champion.
4: Television champion.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
4: Yeah. <clears throat>
3: uh, very. Now wait, did he ever win The Intercontinental title?
4: Uh, yeah
3: it the model. Yep. Did he win as a Because I know him and Michaels were going at it um, For I a think. while I,
4: I, I, can, I can look that up now oh, more. I think yeah, yeah, he won the
3: title? See if he won the, w, the uh, WWE Nope, never won a singles title He won the tag team title three times oh, wow. With Tony Guerrero Twice Force. and you know, Force one time Yep Never won. He won the WCW. I know he won the uh, the tag. uh, He won the television championship in WCW. I do remember that because that was during the time where it was like him and Saturn and Booker T and Crispin Wall. All four of them were kind of like really heavy in the TV title scene at that time. Um, But yeah, he never never won. The Disco Inferno was kind of in a heavy in the the TV uh, title scene at that time as well. But yeah, I definitely think he was. I think I think he has a Hall of Fame resume. Again, more like a you know a bronze or a silver medalist. Well, I would say more of a bronze you know type of medalist. But I think he still deserves to be in there. All right, real quick, let's get to the Raw and SmackDown review. We'll be right back. 6, four, On Raw and SmackDown.
4: Uh, go very SmackDown was gosh, Street Filler, Randy Orton, man, the most boring person, I And mean, I was more of Orton guy, but gosh, anybody that thinks this Punjabi be present match, okay, well, it's, it's going to be better than the past, the past ones. At least these guys can move. It won't be a it won't we'll be a taker, won't we'll be Batista, won't we'll be Big Show in it. Oh, gosh, Orton the Clown that Punjabi prison, the big old Tick Cage. Uh this, this right now was a filler to me. It wasn't really anything special. Raw overall I thought Raw Raw, Raw was a I enjoyed Raw, the Jason Jordan whatever, the TK left. Uh Vince Cruz. he hates tag teams. Uh we have four tag teams and we have two divisions, it makes a lot of sense. Love the uh, Joe and um, Reigns um ending. I uh, love the match, the chemistry, Braun coming out, destroying them all. And a uh, shout-out to D. he Day in a lot of sense since he splitting Fat Bell in the head. And uh, so <laughs> to this day, I'm trying to – I'm really trying I, – I, I, love, I love Bray Wyatt, but I'm really trying to understand. They just throw him around. He, he's feeding with this guy. He's shooting with that. He's going to put the messages to this guy. Next, he's back to shooting against Finn. When he started the defeat against them, when they first did the whole shake-up, see the start shake-up, and that disappeared. So it's like, what are you doing, Bray? You just ran yeah. to me? <laughs> well, I, 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 I thought Raw was good. In uh, the, the, the Cruiserweight division, I guess they decided when they did budget cuts to say, well, no 5 raw, no, no Raw talk, no SmackDown uh, yeah. talk, and uh, no purple for the Cruiserweights.
3: No more ropes. <laughs> no more ropes.
4: No ropes. No mats. Just yeah. come out
3: Russell, like extra fingers. Man, it's just getting worse and worse for me. As far as uh, as far as Raw, man, I don't I don't know, man. I don't know what I'm gonna do on Raw, man. I would do my my Bray Wyatt, but I'm I'm sick. But uh, I, I was uh, I've been told that I would do a, a really good Bray Wyatt, man. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely not. Uh, Uh, Physically able to do it, but as far as Raw is concerned, um, promising uh, the the Ali and Gallagher and Kendrick and Gulak match, that was just, uh, uh, Nashville was actually a pretty decent crowd, but uh, they definitely didn't care about that match, that's for sure. Um, uh, I I I predicted show and Caz with Enzo, you know, in Show's corner. I knew that was going to happen. They'll probably, I mean, I I, okay. I called that for SummerSlam. I wrote about that on Daily DDT last week, um, and I think that that or two weeks ago, a week or two ago, but um, I knew that that was going to happen. Um, it, uh, it's it's interesting that they blew off Balor and Samson just to put Wyatt back with Balor. Like, I really don't understand, like you said, I mean, how in the world are you expecting someone to gain steam as a character if they can't even be in the same spot for, you know, two weeks? You you threw Wyatt with Seth Rollins, man, and then he wins, and then he jumps over, and you know, Rollins gets no retribution, Rollins goes over to Ambrose against the Miserables, which... Is a terrible angle to me. I'd rather see Miz. Uh, I'd rather see Rollins against Miz for the Intercontinental Championship. But I, I, I think it's terrible. I mean, the only the only thing that would have made sense to me is that the if the Intercontinental title wasn't uh, didn't have anything to do with you know anything, uh, and uh, okay, two uh, here here are two things that would have made sense to me if. <clears throat> um if, if reigns would have been out of the world title uh universe title picture actually did like a one time reunion with the shield for Samoa sure. Against this Mirage I'd be okay with that um but then the the intercontinental kind of title's not for grabs I don't like when that happens especially with big 4 pay-per-views um and this and this is the only other reason why I think that I'll be okay with if they come to do this blow off match with, um, Miz and the miz Raj against Rollins and Ambrose. Uh, there was some speculation that was supposed to be for SummerSlam. I'm glad it's not for SummerSlam because that's definitely not a SummerSlam match. I would be okay with the triple threat between Rollins, Ambrose and Miz, uh, at SummerSlam. That'll be a good match. Um, so if they did that, that's a marquee match. That's a that's an anticipated match that would be really good to, look, to to look at. So if they do that for the sake of having a triple threat match between Rollins, Ambrose, and Miz at SummerSlam, I'm okay with. But other than that, eh, I'll pass. Um, so yeah, the four way match. It looks it looks like the four way match is happening at SummerSlam uh, between uh, Braun and. Uh, Joe and Reigns. You know, uh, that should be really. That should be a really good match. As far as Jason Jordan, uh, it was really underwhelming for me. I I just uh, yeah I I wasn't. It was a letdown. Yeah.
4: Down face. I I basically wrote,
3: wrote on WrestleZone right afterwards that um, <clears throat> I think that it somehow is going to involve. Stephanie, man, I think it's a ruse. Um, you know, if it pushes Jason Jordan, you know, it's a benefit for him. Uh, he's a great athlete. He, you know, hopefully this group create some character in him because he really didn't have much of a character. They, they had a, they kind of had a the Steiner brothers, you know, type of feel to him. So <laughs> they really didn't have a lot of character. I mean, Gable was charismatic he did the ready, willing, and Gable <clears throat> But as far as Jason Jordan He wasn't very charismatic, so to speak but, He's um, going to be the Rick Steiner He's the Rick yeah, Steiner yeah, yeah, this can bring something <laughs> out of him Perhaps, you know Maybe somehow Stephanie Mann gets involved Like I wrote about It becomes a ruse, maybe he's with Steph and they're, He's not really his son Somehow it unfolds. It should be interesting As far as SmackDown is concerned I cannot... <laughs> I cannot take. <laughs> I'm done with Mahal. I tried with Mahal being uh, champ. I, I can't. I can't do it anymore because he talks like this. He talks like he has a horse every single week. You Punjabi, Prince and Match, and I tell you what, Randy Orton every week with just nice. come out here, and I don't even get a many event spot. Randy Orton and the Punjabi. Now I'm gonna speak to my people, and I'm like, man. His mic work is horrible, man. I just,
4: I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. I mean, better, better, I better than Rob, the, Better than Robbins. I know, better than I know a lot of people.
3: Work. No, absolutely not.
4: <laughs> it's not. Absolutely
3: not. Because he speaks like this every week. It's like he has a horse and he squeals every time, every week. Yeah. And then he this speaks a bunch
4: of And I'm like, oh he my goodness, bad. man. His I can't do it. Between him and Savage. Between him and Randy said with neck names. Good.
3: <laughs> yeah. <God. laughs> yeah, absolutely.
4: And Jinder's <clears throat> kids.
3: But here's the thing. Here's the sad part about all this. Every single week, Jinder Mahal does not get the main event spot. Every single week. He has made that title look so unimportant. The, you know, The couple months that he's had it, it's so sad how unimportant. He never gets a main event spot. Ever, I think hey. the last main event spot he had was against. Uh, <clears throat> Lee I don't even know if the Mojo match was a main event spot. I, no, I remember, I see. Uh, but,
4: I remember three weeks ago he he made a vintage at down against Luke
3: Harper. Yeah, I think that was the one that was the yeah the Mojo wasn't a main event. I think that was one. the only one that he had a main event. That's so sad. Well, that's yeah. that's ridiculous. So but it just goes to show that he's not worthy. I mean, he's not even worthy of main eventing SmackDown. I mean, that's that's the sad part of all of this. He can't even main event SmackDown on a consistent basis. How is he supposed to represent the you know the, the title, the WWE Championship? That, it's,
4: that, it's that is true. However, he's still doing better than Brave when Bray was champ with SmackDown. You know why? Because at least Mahal was on every week and at least Russell. And when Bray was champ, Bray wasn't even on SmackDown. He Mahal, does, Mahal barely long? wrestles.
3: Mahal doesn't run. He comes out and he cuts either he cuts promos either either on the Titantron, or in the or in the ring the with his kids. Yeah, I mean he doesn't. What ex- I'm
4: saying is, at least Mahal, I agree with you, but compared to Bray's title run, at least Mahal had at least two or three matches since since his reign on TV, and at least we see him on TV.
3: Yeah, but and he mid card.
4: That no, because yeah. Bray he had
3: a really good match with Cena and AJ on SmackDown. That was a really good match. That main event, the champ? Uh, that triple threat was amazing. Uh, and champ? he retained it. Yeah, on SmackDown. Oh, you're you right.
4: You're right. I forgot you know, about that. That you're triple right. threat
3: match was was that triple threat match was one of you know the what? best that matches. That was,
4: right. I I was a good match. Yeah, you know what? You're right.
3: and he retained it. Yep. It was it was an event. It was a very good match. But gender, he wrestles mid carders. He wrestles gender. He wrestles Luke Harper and Mojo Rawley, and Ty Dillinger. <laughs> that has been his. Com- Wait, oppo- that's,
2: been,
3: that's been his opponents. He wrestled Ty Dillinger last week. That just goes to show he is such a mid card guy. He just that they booked him so poorly. All right, real quick, we we got uh, we're, we're short for time, so let's get into the flavor real quick. It is now time for the flavor of the week. Right, <laughs> Razor wins, Steiner wins, Michaels wins, Shyster, Bret Hart, uh Lawler and uh, Lawler and Brett was disqualification after that. Uh Borger wins, Taker wins, Tatanka and Smoke Gun wins, and then Luger beats uh Yoko Zunder by count out the World Heavyweight Championship and celebrates as if he won the title.
4: (laughs) Uh, B minus. (laughs) Uh, This summer of a slam was funny. He was hilarious for the time. He tried so hard to push Luger. Yeah. The the Lexus Press is still getting pushed more than Jinder Mahal.
3: Yeah, real quick. (laughs) Uh, let's get to 94 real quick. Take your purses, take her. That was basically the big. Lundra Blaze, Bonacano, Seister, and Bam Bam Bigelow, Taka beating Lex Luger. Razor, beating Diesel, uh, winning the Intercontinental Championship, Jared Mabel, Bret Hart, and Owen Hart, uh, still K's match. That was a fantastic match. By... Uh, by the way, I give 93 a, 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 a B. Um, what do you give 94? Uh, let's see.
4: The 5, the five, the cage match was an A. Everything else was well, mm-hmm. no, you know i take it back. No, I give it a B. Because Leslie Nelson in the in the in the you know, was an Undertaker. The yeah. Leslie Nelson uh skate I was a big fan of match. uh
3: Bret Hart and Owen Hart. Yeah. So
4: Yeah, that was a great that's one of my favorite man. Yeah.
3: Is. I give it a B plus. Alright, ninety five. Uh ninety five was uh, <laughs> Diesel and Mabel. Uh, what do you give it? Captain uh, That's Fred a defeated.
2: D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I give it a game.
3: I give it a D as well. I like Michaels and Razor. That was really good, but everything else was was rough. Oh
2: man.
3: Ninety six. Oh. Uh real quick, uh, Michaels and Vader. Bull room brawl with Mankind defeating the take the taker. Oh, oh
4: that was that, no man, That's C plus. That Bull brawl, all was
3: horrible. Uh, and, and then politics
4: and Michaels. Yeah. yeah.
3: Ninety seven, Brett uh, defeating Taker uh with Michael Cole almost half hour match real good it's the stone cold defeating owen for the intercontinental championship
4: I give it an A+ plus only cuz of the promo heart and soul I still got
3: to do the main uh, yeah uh I give it yeah. a B there was there de- was some decent moments but not not all not all of it was Uh real quick 98 uh lengthy match lengthy the cards. uh Austin uh retains the title of being taker um, Triple H the ladder match was really good. That was yeah, ninety eight. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
4: That's about a B plus. Yeah, it's the only mm-hmm. yeah, match I'm with I yellow agree. ladders. The only match I I'm agree. with yellow
3: ladders. B plus as well. Alright, real quick, and then uh of course you had a ninety nine, which was mm-hmm. uh uh I Mankind defeating uh Austin and Triple H. Um <sighs> you know, for the the WWE that's, Championship, Rock defeating Billy Gunn, butt match.
4: That's Lines really a naughty. SummerSlam. That thing was weird. That's a C. That Summer, that year alone was weird. That SummerSlam yeah. was so off to me.
3: Yeah, I give it about a C plus. All right, really, really, really quick. Let's get into battleground predictions. We only got a couple minutes. We got Gender uh, Mahal um, against uh, Randy Orton.
4: Ginger Juice,
3: Maharaja. Yeah, I got gender as well. Um, they're doing Ty Dillinger and Aiden English again. Who do you have here? <laughs>
4: yeah, Ty Dillinger
3: never wins, so Aiden English will win. Uh, T-
4: Dillinger's been winning a couple, a little
3: bit. on. <clears throat> I don't think he's lost on right now, so it's stuff for gender, but uh, he's beating Aiden English a whole lot of times. So Aiden English for me. Uh, real quick, Flag Matt, Cena, Rusev the four kids, Cena. Yes, Cena. Uso's new day for the uh, tag team titles. 12 days. Uso's. 12 days, I agree. Uh, I think uh, they'll do something like, with so. um, um, the new... Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll bring this to SummerSlam somehow. <laughs> Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Natalia, Tamina, and Lana. Five away elimination match for the number oh. one contendership.
4: Lana's gonna be the first to get eliminated, won't be Tamina and Natalie not when it's I'm gonna go with Ashley, Charlotte Flair.
3: Charlotte Flair against Naomi. Yeah. I I can see that. Charlotte Flair. Uh let's do Shinsuke, Nakamura, and on Corbin. Nakamura. Yes, I agree. Styles and Owen.
4: Uh you gotta give it to the Styles. They can do the rematch at SummerSlam.
3: Yeah, I agree. I think uh Styles now I think we'll see Styles and Cena uh at SummerSlam. The, Again the uh, United States championship. Yeah, I mean their matches have been fantastic. All of them. All of them have. Yeah, yeah, um, sure.
2: yeah. Yeah.
3: I wonder if Corbin Cash is in. Hmm.
4: Yeah, I was well, thinking
3: that. After the I YouTube. Yeah, because you uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm tired of Mahal and Orton. Yeah, that would be something interesting if that happened. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let the listeners know Evan where to find you on Under the Man Radio. Under the Man
4: Radio, you can find us every Tuesday night, seven p.m. on Blogspot Radio w dot dot com. follow us on YouTube, Under the Man Radio, Instagram
3: on Twitter at tech underscore UPMR. nice of course the Fancakes of Power Slam show 277 episodes in the books thank you to Billy Gunn for being on the show again talking about some G1 also follow us at Crave Wrestling, at Crave wrestling on Twitter and of course join the Facebook fan page Crave Wrestling you can catch me every week wrestling, uh, writing uh, a lot for WrestleZone.com Uh, And also the Inquisitor And Daily DDT Um, I see all types of shared uh, (laughs) Shared articles Keep me in prayer As you can see that I'm still uh, really trying to get better As far as uh, feeling better Prayerfully by next week I'll feel better God is good and uh, you all have a wonderful evening. God bless and enjoy your week of rest.